break, draft, trade. The best hostess since Twinkies. Oh, aren't you sweet? I never really liked Twinkies. <laughs> the best hostess since Ding Dongs. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually like Ding Dongs more. <laughs> Speaking of zingers, let's get into rating our favorite Ding Dongs, I mean quarterbacks. Speaking of Ding Dongs, let's get into these quarterbacks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, that's not making it. <laughs> no, we're going to rate these ho-hos. <laughs> you want to rank a ho-ho? <laughs> no, no. No ho-hos, no ding-dongs, no sexual innuendos. That is absolutely no fun, and it takes half of my humor away. Zebra cakes? <laughs> A whoopie pie? Oh, wow. <laughs> Making whoopie pie? <laughs> we talked about the birds and the bees last pod, and you're not going to let us talk that way in this that pod. Was a little, that was Fine. Less. Fine. All right, Noble, who's your cream pie? <laughs> <laughs> Break, draft, trade. Casually talk through these quarterbacks and who each of you like where and who none of you want. That's not in order. Papa's like offended at that. No, it was not. You ever check the uh, batteries on that smoke detector up there in the corner? Uh, you should check them or you could die. I know. I know. Papa! Iowa, he's being mean to me. Would you rather type situation? Yeah, would you rather like keep trade cut? Like Frank draft trade. Would you rather have a paper cut in your eyeball or Jared Goff? Probably Jared Goff. Yeah, probably Jared Goff. <laughs> you take him over a paper cut in the eye. <laughs> That's good. God, that would be terrible. Do you want to rank this guy, draft this guy, or trade this guy? Yeah. Be like, there's no way I want to rank Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade Deshaun Watson. I'll, I'll rank Aaron Rodgers, and I'll trade Russell Wilson. <laughs> I'm confused even asking you. <laughs> Which would you rather? Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're playing the rank draft trade game. I don't know what that is. We're making it up as we go. Do it, Claire. Do it. Do it. I guess. Claire's got a face that's going to get carded all through his 20s. Yeah. He's got a baby face. I've never been carded. I'll listen to him. Because he doesn't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. No, I like go to the bars and shit and I just like never get carded. Never bagged, never get carded. That's because your bangs weren't down, Claire. <laughs> Wild story. Never been to a strip club. Nick, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Could have ordered it on Drizzly. Is that a thing? Drizzly, that sounds uh, illegal. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, it's like Uber for like liquor stores mm-hmm. out here. Something you get from OnlyFriends. <laughs> yeah. Drizzly for your grizzly. What is that called? No, a growler. <laughs> oh, I love growlers. <laughs> the hell is growler? Mm. I know what grinder is. Oh, you put that in there? I never got to the end. Yes. Here, Henry. Okay, Mike. All right. Llama story time. <laughs> 45 minutes later. Uh, and you can hear it because, like, both Henry and Mike are chuckling as you go through this, like, long, extended llama alpaca. And at the end of it, the conclusion is that you came up with the llama trend after you saw it everywhere. How does this make sense? <laughs> I did, and I stand on record for the next pod. It's why it's hilarious. It's a great pointless story that's funny to listen to. None of my stories are pointless, number one. Yeah, I got it. The point was like more like a hump. The best, no, llamas don't have humps. Camels have humps. Not all of them. 
my lovely lady alums. Alright, uh, name of the episode. Is that, is that Fergie? Is that Fergie? Are we ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Somebody? Blast off? Zero? Action? No? Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast, where we have way too much fun talking about fantasy football, and we certainly hope you have way too much fun as well. Today, we are going to talk about ranking the quarterbacks, where we put them, the essence of ranking. Let's get acquainted with our fantasy brains of the evening. We have... Standing five foot nine, approximately 210 pounds of pure fabulousness, Mr. Henry St. Clair. Got sick for a while there, down to like 195. It's been a sad month of not a lot of lifting and eating. Okay, so. But we'll we'll get back there. We'll get back to CJ Anderson caliber shape. <laughs> so Henry needs to maybe look into. Najee diet? I couldn't think of his name. Yes. It... I'm starting to be more like Sky Moore. (laughs) Perhaps we need to get on the phone with Najee, find out how to pack a few pounds on, and we're good to go. Yeah, the next Eddie Lacy. (laughs) Moving into our other most fabulous... Well, I don't want to say that because then it sounds like (laughs) Nick isn't as fabulous. Like, I can't say that. Our king of Keontae, Mr. Papa Bear Claw, Mike. Hello. Nick is also fabulous, too. False. I was getting to that. You should. The most, the most, (laughs) mostest fabulous. (laughs) The Mr. Iowa in the NFL, Nick James. Say hello to your fans. Hello, hello. And thank you for introducing us, the Llama Queen. (laughs) God. (laughs) If you stayed through the painful story I told in the last pod, I do apologize, but I am doubling down on the fact that I created the llama trend for those of you who care. (laughs) And I, of course, am the queen, uh, the hostess of the pod, Gina Noble, although maybe I should not admit that now after my llama story. But anyway, moving right along. Okay, let's get into quarterback ranking. I'm going to defer to Henry St. Clair, our Superman of the pod. Who is your who is your absolute go-to number one? Let's just start. As let's go in as... with a bang. Quarterback, 12 team super flex, standard, you know, scoring, nothing crazy. Who's your go-to guy? As you can see here from my rankings, it is uh Josh Allen just by a hair over a couple other options. He's slightly younger than Mahomes, which is a little bit of tiebreaker there. He's more athletic than Mahomes as far as his legs go. He's in better physical shape, I would say, as well. See him add like eight rushing touchdowns on the ground every year. Thought that would get dialed back. New OC next year. Uh, OC left to become the Giants head coach, but Josh Allen with Diggs and just Josh Allen as a whole to me is the safest and the highest upside. Okay. Mike, who are you going with? Mahomes. I think he's got the higher passing upside. He is just as athletic as Josh Allen. He's just not as big. Tied to Andy Reid. Pretty athletic in the pocket, although it does cause him a little bit of trouble. He's got some wide receiver threats there. Not quite Stephon Diggs, but I'm curious to see how Allen does with a different offensive coordinator. Nick, I think I know where you're going with this. Will this be a tiebreaker moment, or are you going out on a limb? Who's your guy? It's a tie. It's a tie. (laughs) Yeah, I can't fault. I couldn't fault anyone for going either way on that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. Honestly, if I can get anything from going from one to two so that I can pick Mahomes instead of Josh Allen, who's typically going first, like there's the quarterbacks I want and the quarterbacks I don't want, and there's like a huge drop off in between them. Yeah. Next one, I'm sure, is probably your next one in Justin Herbert. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I debate him and Mahomes pretty frequently. It's just Mahomes is more like proof of concept. Herbert, still like the question of, uh, you know, is he going to like click in the NFL? Is he going to take that next step to be like a national superstar? And that just kind of comes with like actually having postseason success for most. He doesn't have a true like superstar receiver, right? We saw Mahomes with Hill and Allen with Diggs. Or Mike Williams, rather, uh, is a good receiver. Keenan Allen is a good, but not like a superstar good. He's like a slot, okay, old guy receiver. And then Eckler is what he is. Their offense is like insane. They go for it on every fourth down. He's significantly younger. He runs more. I would say he's less athletic than Allen. He's still get it done. Okay, yeah. you pull the 101 in a draft. Are you picking Are you picking a quarterback there, or are you going running back? Yeah, I'm going quarterback. All three of you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going quarterback at least for the very first three. Yeah. Okay, so 101, 102, 103. Earliest I could possibly probably go running back is maybe five for me. Earliest, and that's not a, that's not a given. I'd consider it at like four, maybe five, yeah. Yeah, five is where I would start to consider. Okay. Is it Burrow for you at four, Papa? Definitely Burrow for me at four. I think so, too. I like Burrow a lot. Who? Speaking of Joe Burrow, I feel like he was a major mover this last season. Who would you say, ranking-wise, was your biggest mover in terms of value spiking? Maybe, actually, maybe Hurts. He wasn't ranked up where he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd probably be the biggest riser. I mean, you could have gotten him right before last season began, like in that offseason. You could have gotten him pretty cheaply, and then he does what he does this year uh, QB1 season and then he escapes the draft without really competition they don't sign somebody they don't trade for somebody add another wide receiver so you feel like his ranking went up after the rookie draft it didn't tank after the rookie draft okay I don't think it went up because in the back of everybody's head he's to be replaced Eagles have draft capital in 2023 that's a strong class they're just waiting to get a quarterback then that's going to be the narrative this whole year he's probably going to be a value buy from the right owner in most of your leagues so you think he's playing for his life? I think they have a super easy early season schedule from what I saw. I want to say it was like Panthers, Washington, Giants, and like Falcons or something, like first four or five weeks. So perhaps at that point, if you wanted to like sell high on the narrative that he's going to be a franchise quarterback, that would be a good window to do it. If you want to buy, buy before then or buy after the dip, if there is one. Okay. Uh, Nick, how about you? Who would you say is your biggest like mover value-wise from last year to this wise this year I don't know. It has to be Hurts because there was a lot more risk the prior year in the draft where we were worried about whether Hurts was going to be replaced. This year it was like maybe, but everyone was so down on this QB class. Would it even matter if they had? And they end up getting free agent Carson Strong, which is a popular pickup. He's rostering like 40-some, 30-some percent of leagues. I don't know why he's not going to replace Hurts. I think it's just purely for the hate of Hurts, not for Carson Strong. Man, you'd be hard-pressed to find 
find many people that doubt hurts more than me as a player, and just like Carson Strong is just laughable to me. Yeah, yeah, logically. <laughs> there was a long stretch where he was the best QB to have last year. He didn't get any worse on offense. Yeah, they added AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah. So him and his robo knees, as Mike likes to say, robo. I like to say that too. Yeah, might lead hurts to a few more fancy points, but even a few more is from one to one during certain stretches. You, you gotta love him at least for this year. It could be a league winning piece. They also got Zach Pascal. Dango. Him and Quez Watkins. Yeah, not Quez. <laughs> That's not a quiz, Jen. Yep. And then Jalen Rager. Yeah. Rager. Not Jalen. You guys remember Jalen Rager? <laughs> yes. yes I do. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, how about who would you rather? Let's play a little who would you rather. Uh-oh. A little game. A little game action, guys. Would you rather Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Mike. Lamar. Henry. Kyler. Nick. I don't elaborate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. I just want to get your your immediate decisions. Lamar. Okay. Okay. Two for Lamar, one for Kyler. Mike, why Lamar? I think people forget his MVP season, and it was really recently. The guy can throw. I love Bateman. The rushing game is there. He was hurt last year. He had all the COVID issues and everything. Maybe that's cleared up this year. I feel like people just forgot seeing this guy play and he kind of just dropped a few ranks for no particular reason okay henry kyler why kyler one of them lost marquise brown the other got him kyler gets a huge extension in the next month i think lamar won't this year lamar plays a dangerous style of football i think he has a shorter shelf life than kyler we saw kyler as the qb1 last year for like the first eight weeks i think they both have the same ceiling as far as scoring points i just like kyler's longevity a little more and uh, his current outlook. Okay. Nick, how about you with Lamar? Well, he has reached 220 pounds, which... That's big for him. Looking big. Yeah. Little, little old Kyler Murray, though he isn't as dependent on rushing for his fantasy appeal, isn't built to last as a rusher, or at least a sometimes rusher, as much as maybe a little bit bigger person. Now, while that way may be a stretch, in all reality, I'm super happy happy with him, Lamar, Burrow. If something is to be added for me to have to choose last in that tier, I, I'm all about it. Yeah, that's a tier for me, those three. Mm -hmm. But Lamar, Kyler, and Burrow. There's contract things with both of them going on where they both might get extended before the season or might. There might be something contractually going on there. We might even know more by next podcast here. Okay. I'd be surprised if uh, Kyler can see more Marquise Brown downfield. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they I don't know if they can see over the offensive line downfield to get to him. Gonna have to like have like a flag or something to hold up. He lost Chase Edmonds. He had to go get someone else five nine. Yeah. He shows up like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> Henry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Five nine is the perfect height. <laughs> Looking big. All right, let's do another one. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Russell Wilson? Uh Nick, let's start with you. Super easy. Dak. Henry. I think we're all a unanimous Dak here. We've got mostly the age. Uh, they're kind of similar producers for fantasy in a lot of regards. Yeah, just the age, really. What about with Russell making a team change? Do you think that's going to help him or hurt him? Help from last year, but not a ton. I mean, similar caliber of weapons, maybe even a downgrade from his number one being Metcalf.
staff going to take time to build another Lockett-type connection? It's not like he went from the Texans to the Broncos. I mean, he went from the Seahawks to the Broncos. He left Metcalf and Lockett, whatever running back they decided to go with, to add with Walker there. It's not like he had a bad team there. Russell Wilson went from good to good. <laughs> Lateral move. Yeah. And it's reflected in where he's, like, ranked. It's about the same <laughs> as it was last year. Two people would be ranked above him now, maybe by some people would be Trey Lance as well as Jalen Hurts. And what is it, like four or five years on age between Dak and Russ? I want to say Russ around 33, Dak like 28 and a half and 29. I mean, it's obviously Dak for me there, but I mean, just a side note, I think this time next year when we're talking, Dak is going to be more into our second round of startups, more in that Russell Wilson uh, range that we're getting towards like the uh-huh. 205 after that, just because he's, you know, getting to 30. Yeah, he's uh, almost 29 already, I think. Yeah. Once people start to see that three, next year when he's 30. Yep. Yeah, he's not going to be that first round startup pick anymore, I don't think. Yeah, July 29th, yeah, he'll, next year he's going to start at 30. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like ancient. So, like, we're taking him, like, pick eight now or pick nine now in some leagues, and then next year it's not going to be that. If he's one of the quarterbacks in that top tier that's going to drop, it's going to be him simply just by being alive. It's kind of the value of Herbert right now to me is the fact that he's, like, 24. It's like, that's two years on Mahomes and Allen. I mean, that's also, like, why I love Burrow where I do, where I have him over Kyler and Lamar is yeah. he's young. I mean, yeah, he's older than Darnold. He's only 25 years old, but he's got a much safer game, so that's something that you could see going on for longer. Last longer, yeah. Would you rather Dak next year his worth or this year's Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford? I think Stafford and Russell Wilson are overvalued in most leagues, but for me, I think Dak will be worth more next year. I do too, but I think he could potentially be in that kind of value range where yeah. Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford are falling this year. Yeah. I can see him falling into that tier down from that top elite tier into the top of the older but still good tier. Might be a decent bit of actionable advice to go try to trade Dak for Lamar to someone that's worried as a Lamar manager. That's something you can do. Yep. Or Kyler. Yeah, or Kyler. That might be something that people, that the listeners can go out there and do, to be honest. That's oh, a good one. That would be pretty solid. Trade action. Yeah. Nice, Henry. Okay, Iowa, you mentioned Trey Lance. Trey is an interesting quarterback to rank because he hasn't really played yet. He played like two games, game and a half. Yeah. Yeah, in one half, though, he had 21 points. Yeah, he was like averaging over 20 points a game. Yep, go on. <laughs> but we we haven't had an official ruling on whether he is the absolute starter. We still have Jimmy, gorgeous Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> so uh, I know you guys rank Trey pretty high. Are you confident he is starting? Why do you rank him there and talk to me about Trey Lance? <sighs> what separates the top most coveted tier of quarterbacks from the next tier is youth plus rushing upside. And Trey Lance checks both those boxes. Now, hasn't checked prove it in more than a very small sample. And even then, the proving it was... A little questionable. So there's like a high risk quotient, I think, with Trey Lance. So where you rank him is if you rank him up here in the, in the top tier, it's like a bit of a call saying, even though we haven't seen it, I think this is what it could be. If you don't, you're baking in the risk more that because we haven't seen it, he might not be as good as he could be. But he has the rushing ability that can make you Jalen Hurts, who well documented on the complaints with him was the best quarterback to have for a stretch last year. You know, Trey Lance 
has the rushing upside that Hertz has, where even if he's not that great of a passer, he still has that very tip top of quarterback value upside. So I draw my line at the bottom of the top end QB1 potential tier of quarterbacks right above the older proven guys. And and you would confidently draft him as a QB1 in a startup if other ones went first? Yes. At worst, I'd be wincing while I did it. Yeah, confidence a weird word, but that's where I would take him. Okay. The biggest thing, I mean, I agree with everything he said about Lance there. I mean, even if he's just an average, if he's, even if he's a below average passer, he can still be a QB1 in fantasy. And what he has that Hurts doesn't is a ton of investment in him. Yep. They put up a lot of investment for him. He's going to get every single chance he can to do something with that on that team. He's not going to be on a one-year leash. They're not going to ditch him after this year if he does okay. Like, he's, he's definitely got a leash there with how much that they've invested in him alone. See, we say that, and we see the Niners just, like, kick Sherman to the curb. And I know third overall and, like, three first-round picks is a big different story yeah. to third-round pick. But if he just sucks and, like, they draft some sixth-round quarterback that's better, they seem like the type of team that would do that. I think it was Shanahan in Washington when they played Kirk Cousins over RG3. Like, there's already the proof of concept of fourth-round quarterback beating out second overall pick. I would not bet on that happening by any stretch of the imagination. I like Trey Lance. I think he's got really good arm upside and legs, but he's a very gifted thrower of the ball. It's just the accuracy, everything. Just going to have to wait for him to be ready. Even if it's not this year, he's still just worth a lot. That description you have there is the risk factor that comes with not having seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Great thrower of the ball. He's a great thrower, but the question is, can he become a passer, right? Like Josh Allen in the draft, I liked him because he was a great thrower, but it was, can he become a passer? Well, I like Trey Lance a lot. <laughs> Trey, would you rather Jalen Hurts or Trey Lance? Lance. Ooh. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. If my team wasn't great, like if I didn't have like a, a really solid team, maybe wasn't really going to make the playoffs or win, probably Lance. Maybe still Lance, though, if it was good. <laughs> Yeah, even as like the staunch Jimmy supporter, like I think there's a higher chance of them going into the year with Jimmy than most. I still think Lance takes over at some point for Jimmy because his shoulder wasn't great at the end of the year. He probably won't look great all the time. And it's like eventually Kyle's going to get like fed up with Jimmy for sucking and then putting Lance. It's like he's going to be the guy at some point this year, you'd really think. And he's two years younger than Hertz, the draft capital. I just like his future outlook. Not so. Not even. Not even just the draft capital. What it costs for them to get that draft capital? Like, yeah, one hundred three right. pick. Like that. That seems like really straightforward. Like, oh, he was the third overall. Yeah, pick. his draft capital is one hundred three and twenty three first and yeah. one ten or whatever. <laughs> they traded a lot for RG three. They did. They gave up three first to the Rams for RG three. But <laughs> I love that example. It's painful if you're a Lance supporter that like he's done it before. But RG three did tear his ACL before they made that decision to go to Cousins. So to decide between the to Jalen Hurts. If I have either one, I'm not trading one to get the other, for starters. That's fair. I'm probably more confident in Jalen Hurts being an asset that helps you win this year than I am Trey Lance. Like, there could be ups and downs with Trey Lance where Hurts has proved to be able to be fantasy relevant with a super high floor Okay. before, where you haven't seen it with Trey. So, But, like they said, if I'm evaluating it from, like, a rebuild perspective where I'm looking at 23 and forward, Mm -hmm. they're definitely more committed to Trey 
Lance. They have this similar upside, similar flaws that have been discussed. So if I was thinking 23 and beyond, I definitely would prefer Trey Lance. If I was thinking this year, I would be preferring Jalen Hurts. But either way, it's splitting hairs. All right. Yeah. So when now we're going Hurts win later Lance I like this we've brushed on uh, all the top guys that was a good pairing of quarterbacks for sure Mm. I want to talk about the 101 pick from last year Trevor Lawrence he had an interesting season last year was the top pick in the rookie draft how do you guys feel about Trevor Lawrence going into this year where are you ranking him and do you feel like he will bounce back I think we're ranking him too low compared to where he's going to be he really can't go further down than what he is I mean he threw like what nine touchdowns last year if that yeah had the worst possible situation for a head coach for a coaching staff everything about what was going on on the field on that team was just absolutely dreadful and for a guy to have just so much hype for years about being this Andrew Luck prospect. I don't think that last year is what he's going to be doing this year. I think he's going to take a huge step forward. I think he's got the potential to be in the first round for us next year at his age with Etienne back, kind of building a team around him, a new coaching staff. I'm really excited to watch him play. Henry, how about you on Trevor? Just about him in general. He's a nice guy. (laughs) Yeah, do you like him? Do you want to go to dinner with him? or (sighs) Let's do an either or. Oh, an either or? Okay. Yeah. So let's, we haven't talked about Justin Fields yet, but let's do an either or are you leaning Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence Henry start with you I'll tell you that's a lot closer to me now than it was last year I was really impressed by Fields as a as a person as what it takes to be a quarterback I don't think he ever once pointed the finger at coaching staff at O-line at other players on his team for why he didn't succeed whereas Lawrence it kind of seemed like he was fed up with Meyer fed up with the situation like Fields just put his helmet on and played every week I could see him having a more successful NFL career, but if you just made me better on it right now, I guess I'd have to take like the proven prospect that is Lawrence, where he's kind of been this anointed next Andrew Luck, next John Elway, next Manning type of guy. Just hope he can get the right coaching staff. Doug Peterson in as head coach. Saw what he did with Wentz. There's no reason he can't do that with Lawrence. Lawrence is every bit as talented as Wentz was at that point. Equally big guy. Uh, Wentz was like 6'5", 240. Lawrence is like 6'6", 230-ish. Could see them run a very similar offense. Build the team the way the Eagles did. They got a new old line in there. Could see them turn stuff around in Jacksonville. All right. So Henry's going Lawrence if you're making him pick. Mike, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I got them right close, but that's not a like a real big question I gotta ask. I just I, I definitely believe in the talent of Trevor Lawrence. I'm thinking it all comes together this year. Not not a huge knock on Justin Fields. He has the rushing upside. He's got a decent arm. He's got a new coaching staff too. But the team had a really big hole at receiver. They lost Allen Robinson. They have Darnell Mooney, obviously, and they basically added D. Eskridge to the team <laughs> to fill in the rest of the gaps. I mean, didn't really put a whole lot around the guy. Okay. Not really sure what how we can expect him to kind of improve this year with that yeah all right nick uh are you going with the majority on lawrence or you like justin fields well they surrounded trevor lawrence with talent like christian kirk i (laughs) mean the multi-billion dollar man (laughs) (laughs) zay jones he's got marvin jones there they added a pro bowler as well 
Yeah. The Pro Bowler, Evan Ingram. I mean, what more do you need? I don't know. They're running back back. Maybe Miles can get a job in Jacksonville. You are selecting people for the either ors that I have tiered together. So I have Fields and Lawrence together, which is closer than I would have had them last year. Yep. <laughs> but if I had to pick, I'd just say based on investment from last year, I guess Lawrence. But again, not giving up anything to get the other one. I like them basically equally. Is the upside of Fields better than Lawrence? Because of the rushing? You'd think so. You'd think pedigree would make where Lawrence, it's not like Lawrence can't run. So you think there's more safety there. But with Fields, he definitely seems like a a more exciting runner to watch. So for every argument you can make, you can make another one or maybe even better one for Trevor Lawrence. So if I had to split hairs, that's what it would be. Both have struggled in their initial years, yet showed flashes. Both have some rushing upside, maybe Fields more so. Both have passing upside, maybe Lawrence more so. Both have crappy situations as far as their teams. (laughs) So I have them tiered together, but if I had to choose, I can't put Fields above the law. Aw, the law. If I had to choose, I'd pick one of them. (laughs) That's good. That's good, Mike. That's good, being as you only have you know, the choice between the two, but (laughs) Henry, to your point of rushing upside. So this, maybe is a good thing to point out. So this is where scoring matters. So when you have two quarterbacks that are really similar where you're ranking them, if you're in a league where there might be a premium on rushing yards, that probably pushes Justin Fields ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Would Is that fair? I think rushing point premium leagues are far less common than six-point passing touchdown leagues, and six-point passing touchdown leagues would make it clearly Lawrence for me. That's a good point. Yeah. I just think that Fields has the capability to be one of the best rushers in the league. I mean, he's every bit as talented as Lamar Jackson at that, in my opinion. I mean, if anything, with like the rushing upside for Fields, it's just going to give him a rushing floor. Yeah, baseline. Where, where he's just going to be able to get a couple of points a week just off of his legs. Garbage time rushing touchdown is, yep. Regardless of how he passes, he'll just be able to move a little bit and score you a few points that way. Rushing floor side. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like upside except it's for your floor. To Noble's point, if it was a bonus per carry league, uh, I'm in one of those, and the Russian QBs are gods yep. in those leagues. And I have Fields in that league, and I would prefer Fields to yep. Lawrence in that league. I sold Lawrence in that league. Okay. To Papa, I think. Yeah, probably. To Papa. <laughs> this was Wild Wednesday. Oh, that league is just all sorts of garbage settings. I love it. <laughs> it is. It's like, oh, everybody is bonus, but certain players have better. It's like, you know, I just get good players, man. Mm-hmm. I have like eight quarterbacks in that league or something ridiculous. <laughs> I'm super stacked. Yeah. I have Kyler Lamar Fields and somebody else. Yeah, you can only play two of them. Indeed. So let's talk about Hen- one of Henry's favorites, Mac Jones. Aren't you a big, like, aren't you always talking about Mac Jones for something? Pre-draft I was because, <laughs> like, everyone was like, Mac Jones is not a good quarterback. Mac Jones, that'd be laughable if the Niners took him at three and i'm like he's better than fields he's better than trey lance he might be better than trevor lawrence like right now like year one i was like he's the best quarterback like ready and he's a better thrower than people give him credit for he's a better like he's just a better player and now everyone's 
caught up and actually like surpassed my value on Mac Jones. I see him go crazy high, but I was banging the drum for him at one point. Yeah. Okay. And now it's too much. And now it's too much. Now it is too much. It is way too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about, would you rather Mac Jones or Tua? Oh, that's interesting. Um, huh. I know I have Tua rated higher right now. And probably next week. And probably next week, unless I change it right now. That's interesting. Uh, you did you did update nine minutes ago. We can fix this. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd take Tua with the upside of Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. He's more mobile than Mac, but not by a ton. He's also he's also more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. According to Terry Kill on his podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have a feeling I know who Mike's taking in this either or. Tua or Mac? I mean, 100% Tua. I mean, even where we have him ranked, like, we, obviously we all have them, him, them ranked fairly close, but yeah. even right now, the startup draft, not usually close. It's usually just a much better value to get Tua. I'm looking at their average values and they're 0.1 off. Like, that's In pretty... In our spreadsheet. Right. Yep. That's pretty dang close. Yeah. Nick, Tua or Mac? It's a good question because I'd prefer Tua as well, and Mac will go ahead of Tua in every draft. Mm -hmm. Mac goes ahead of Zach Wilson often and Derek Carr. If you had to say right now, it'd be easy to say Mac is a better quarterback than Tua. Yes, but he's throwing to Tyquan Thornton, who I had ranked in the 50s <laughs> and 60s before the NFL draft, and then he gets picked early. So I guess. Yeah. So that leaves Devontae Parker and Jacoby Myers. Still have my boy Hunter Henry. And the born supremacy. Yeah. He basically <laughs> he basically has what would be like the Dolphins backup receiver, like third team receivers. Yeah. So like that that that's where he's at. That's what he's capped at. Mm -hmm. There's no studs over there. I mean, his best receiver might be Hunter Henry or whatever free agent they sign. Well, yeah, what are they gonna get, Julio? <laughs> he's always had interest. Yep, he would be their best wide receiver for two weeks. And OBJ always has too. They're gonna get Sammy Watkins when he's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these cuts, Jalen Rager. I just think that there's a realistic possibility that Tua could be good this year. Or there's a world where the AFC is so dang competitive they miss the playoffs again which I would bet on them not making the playoffs this year. And then they're like, well, we missed the playoffs. New head coach wants a new quarterback. He's got all the weapons around. He just wants a new quarterback. And it's like Tua could be on like an up or out year almost. He could be. As long as he doesn't flame out in Rosen style. Yeah. They also did really improve that offensive line. A lot of people. They did. The team's a lot better. Haven't touched up, touched on that. Like the team is a lot better. I... Added Taron Armstead. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, if he, if he if he does horrible this year and he's out, I mean, yeah, that's one thing. I mean, it, you can say that about a lot of quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I mean, if Russell Wilson just starts showing that he's 34 years old, throws 30 picks next year, he's going to be gone too. I mean, these are all things that could happen. Yeah, but Tua hasn't like looked as good as Russell Wilson ever in the NFL. It's like if Tua doesn't improve, it's not like if Tua like falls off from where he was. It's like if Tua doesn't level up, then because there were a lot of games last year you'd watch and it was like, oh, Mike Gesicki just bailed Tua out again by catching the ball over three defenders in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making me look good. He's got a whole bunch of players on his team that are yak players. So, I mean, like he has to just not be bad and he could be successful this year. <laughs> the name of the game don't be bad don't suck <laughs> interesting running situation there they've got a san francisco backfield back there basically they do and they have the san francisco oc running it mm -hmm. i know it's your favorite stats why i always bring it up yeah i feel i feel like they're just collecting players 
Um, let's stick with Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. Same answer. Yeah, Zach. I have Zach over Trevor Lawrence and Fields. You have Zach over Lawrence yeah. and Fields. Okay. Do you? Does Mike and Nick same thing? No, we don't have them there. <laughs> Okay, so Henry Henry has. I don't even need to look at like like he's he's in a, he's in a world of his own on the Zach Wilson love. I, yeah. Henry loves Zach. Okay. I'll take him over Mac Jones, but not above not above Fields or Lawrence. Lance or Lawrence. Okay. Yeah, I have to update these. These are out of date right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mike's like, I'm I got it. I got it. Mid pod fix. Not to bust your balls, it's a mid pod <laughs> fix. Oh, you you can bust you can totally bust my balls on that. But like, you know, this is like pre Garrett Wilson. This is Yeah. No, he said it there. Added Garrett Wilson, improved the offensive line, uh, added Brees Hall in the backfield. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah. They added most people's R B one and I don't know, I would say not most people's wide receiver one, but like the most common wide receiver one was like either Hammer Burks or London or someone. I'd say I saw more Garrett Wilson than anyone else as far as wide receiver ones went pre-draft. Pre-draft, yes, and early right yeah. after the draft. And then for some reason, that really changed. Yeah, it changed because people saw the NYJ and were like, man, I do yeah. not want a Jets wide receiver. <laughs> And it's Wilson. That's not a cool-looking name. So no, no good Wilsons. Because that's transposing last year's stats onto this year's stats. But I think they've gotten better, like you said. They went out and got Garrett Wilson. They've got Brees Hall. They went and got two different tight ends. A lot more than what's been done for Fields. Yeah. But I would definitely prefer Fields. <laughs> and a lot more that's been done for Mac as well. Like, Mac got, you know, again, Tyquan Thornton, which no one's really that excited about. Yeah. Did they draft like four running backs too? Yeah, Pierre Strong and the guy uh, Kevin Harris and mm-hmm. and the other guy. They still have JJ Taylor and they have Ramadre Stevenson, the Rhino, and Damian Harris and Ty Montgomery and all sorts of people there. Wide receiver Ty Montgomery, James White coming back. Yeah, like a lot of pieces there. But and then the Patriots re-added Trent Brown. There again, it's hard to tell. It's like he's on the Patriots, he's not on the Patriots, he's on the Patriots, not on the Patriots. But speaking of busted balls, Derek. Carr and Kirk Cousins. (laughs) If you're targeting running backs early on in a draft and quarterbacks are going, would those be two guys that you're like, you know what, I'll settle for a Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins later on to stack my running backs early? Yes, for one of them. I would absolutely, like, you know, hope to be able to grab Kirby later on in the draft, but Derek Carr is not going to be there. Ever since the Devontae Adams trade, he's just not been there. Carr's ADP is wild. Yeah, like he he's going way way too early, and it, it's he's no longer. I don't a, a understand value. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can hear an argument for like Carr over Cousins. Whatever Carr went to the playoffs last year with no help on offense, and you love Carr, but he signed effectively a one year extension. They can like cut him after the year. They can just keep having like team options. Josh McDaniels was a horrible head coach last time we saw him with the Broncos and then he flaked out on the Colts I'm not betting on Josh McDaniels you can love Devontae Adams but he was paired with Aaron Rodgers and I don't think Derek Carr is Aaron Rodgers (laughs) amen to that (laughs) and then it's like Renfro and Waller so they have a good team but they're in the best division in football I don't think they're better than the Broncos the Chargers or the Chiefs their odds are the worst they're probably going to miss the playoffs you miss the playoffs do you keep Derek Carr or do you go for a younger quarterback do you keep your head coach but for me, it's it's uh, ADP is crazy, but I'd still take Kirk heads up over Carr for me. Uh, last startup I just did, Derek Carr, pick 304. <sighs> 
I know we didn't talk about this guy, but uh, Matthew Stafford picked 305, and uh, Kirby Cousins uh, picked 511. Still, I mean, it still seems high on like all of those quarterbacks, but yeah, it's a six-point passing touchdown league, so they kind of they yeah okay they did reach a little bit, but yeah or a lot of bit. Those guys don't go there, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just like Kirk over Carr. Like, give me Jefferson over Adams. Give me Thielen over Renfro, and then it's like okay, is Waller. But Actually, don't give me Thielen at all. Give me Thielen over Renfro for sure. I'd rather drive an old car than be married to cousins. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you there. Nick's not kissing cousins. <laughs> not when you word it that way. Obviously, Devontae Adams isn't going to hurt. No. Derek Carr, you look at his stats, he's never finished lower than QB 20. So there's some security in the pick with Derek Carr. And, you know, Adams can't be bad for you. I mean, like, he's had Amari Cooper at times and Crabtree when he was decent. And still, you've got something safe in Derek Carr, I think. I do understand the risk that Henry describes that, you know, maybe it doesn't go as, as sweet this year and they look for an upgrade in the future. But I think with uh, Devontae Adams there, too, I'd be at least excited for Derek Carr to be good for fantasy purposes, even if it doesn't lead to a lot of team wins and a tough division and all that. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one thing to say about uh, Carr is that that division is absolutely stacked offensively, like just yep. with mm-hmm. quarterbacks and wide receivers. So it's they're usually going to be high-scoring games. And good teams as a whole. But, yeah, high-scoring games could help him with, like, negative game scripts having to air it out. Yeah. I think he led the NFL in passing yards last year was second behind Brady. I know he led the AFC in passing yards, I think. Like 4,800, and then outlier low number of touchdowns, which maybe Devontae helps that. Maybe he just isn't a touchdown thrower like Matt Ryan, where it doesn't matter if he has Julio. He just can't throw the touchdown. Cousins did get a new head coach, and Kevin O'Connell. He was a Sean McVay product. Rams OC. Maybe they like to air it out more. We might not be seeing that same offense, which like tops out at two receivers. There might be other receivers in the set. Yep. Maybe an opening for some of the other guys. Maybe a third receiver on that team like Amir Smith Marzette maybe him <laughs> and KJ Osborne and and uh who's the guy they drafted this year the guy from like oh they, they might have signed Westbrook DD this this guy sounds really relevant <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. Jalen Naylor I just didn't remember the name nailed it <laughs> Jalen Naylor from like Michigan State or something oh, or, I don't know I don't oh. even know where the guy was from mm-hmm. he's on the ranks but I completely ignore him yeah <laughs> <laughs> As you should. As not a draft asset. Yeah, he's right there with Shrap. <laughs> yeah, if you can't remember his name, he's not draftable. <laughs> I still remember the year where uh, BC Johnson was gonna outperform Jefferson. He was. He was beating about in camp. <laughs> yeah, BC Johnson probably still on the team. So BC Powder <laughs> and Jamar Chase cannot catch. Yep, drop balls in camp. Oh my. And, God. and, and uh, Zach Wilson has accuracy issues. Yep, yep. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Antonio Gibson is going to kind of like share time with Brian Robinson. Yeah, he's going to like share the time with like some guy off the street sitting yeah. on his couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The 25 carries a game, 1,000 yards. And, and last year he was CMC, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Last year it's like, he's our new Christian McCaffrey. This year it's like, who is this guy that performed awesome for us? So should we move into our young Kenny Pickett? Or do we want to do, like, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers? Pickett's pretty old. Well, I mean rookie. 
when I say young. How old is Kenny Pickett? Very old. He's almost as old as Burrow. Almost, yeah, almost 24. Better oh. be 24 by season start. Oh my start. god, he's like ancient. He's older than Justin Herbert. Oh, he's older than you. He's going into year three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. He's older than Jalen Hurts. I bet he gets carded at Walmart. He's already 24, June 6th of 1998. Oh, he just had a birthday. Is he older than Darnold? Are we checking that? <laughs> Uh, probably. Is he, yeah, and, uh, Darnold, 25. Is he older than Dirt? No, Darnold is 25. Dang. All right. He's a little bit older than Darnold. Exactly a year older than Darnold, like by one day, yeah. June 5th for Ooh, Darnold. June they're his birthday <laughs> buddies. Yeah. Darnold was picked like six drafts ago, and Pickett was this year. <laughs> all right. So let's... Pickett's had all these years in college to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> Super senior. Let's talk about Let's talk about pick and picket. Are you pick and picket yes. in any... Over Darnold? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you pick him over Darnold? Okay. Would you pick Pickett or Darnold? Yeah, I'll take I'll take Pickett. Yeah, I'll take Pickett. <laughs> I'll take Pickett. Pretty confident I'm taking Pickett. I mean, we take, I mean, at least I do. I take Pickett earlier than a lot of, like, the general public does. I mean, he's yep. he's my 103 in almost every 12-team super flex draft right after the two running backs. London sneaks in there close with Pickett for me. Burks has kind of fallen off of, like, the camp reports for me from that conversation. But Pickett, you will see like weirdly like 107 108 ish range sometimes yeah i get him there a lot for a first round quarterback from a stack team with a great coach with a position to start early it just kind of crazy to me to see him drop to like 108 109 in a year where there's no other quarterback yeah. options nick i didn't like Pickett pre-draft and then he got the best landing spot and draft capital to go with it it's hard not to like him based on those factors so it's like he's somewhere out there I'm definitely taking him typically no later than like over Garrett Wilson. Uh, Pickett or Carr? Definitely Carr. Mm, I'm definitely Pickett. Yeah, I don't know about Carr. I, th- I think I think I got him close. I can sell Carr for more than what Pickett's worth next year. That's what I'm saying. Is like your Carr will go in the third round of a startup. I think Pickett's yeah. going like seventh. So yeah. so in a startup draft, obviously Pickett because you're getting him at like round nine. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, it's a weird weird value world we live in with Carr. Like Iowa likes Carr, but he doesn't like Carr where others are liking Carr. We like a lot of people at value, and then when their value, <sighs> when they're like draft capital, like where they're getting taken at startup just far exceeds their value. It's not that we don't like them. It's just, I, I'm not insane. Yeah. You only get so many lottery tickets that have any kind of upside at quarterback. Yep. You get unlimited lottery tickets at running back and wide receiver yep. off of waivers every week. So for that reason, if you, even if you don't like pick it as much as like Burks, bold-faced value, this may be your only opportunity to get a quarterback in a league where not everyone can have three. So it makes Pickett worth a little bit more than maybe what his fantasy points might provide for you, but I understand all arguments on wherever you want to take Pickett. Mm-hmm. I, I traded Pickett in the 16-team Superflex for a boatload just because the desperation as far as quarterbacks. So I understand any argument with Pickett. How about those quarterbacks that are sort of questionable beyond a year how would you guys rank them mm. like maybe give me an order of how you're choosing them right there's a list right on the screen here i know but you they can't see your list so we're telling people where we rank the the one year guarantees 
Let's let's call them that. So what do we have? We've got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill. Why, why don't you rank? And Derek Carr. I mean, I'll go Ryan last because he's probably not going to score as many points as Brady. And they'll probably play Matt, the same saying? amount. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Okay. Last on the list, followed by Brady. Just because they're, I really can't see them going beyond this year. Okay. So these are the one-year questionable old guys. Yeah. Yes. Questionable old guys. Yeah. Old balls. I think Stafford has to be first out of that group. I, I don't know that he's a one-year guy, but again, I guess there's a world where he could be, even though he just signed an extension this offseason. There were reports that like he still hasn't been throwing well because he suffered some injury in the Super Bowl, and it's he's not quite recovered yet. But McVay, Cup, uh, maybe OBJ, but Allen Robinson there, Higby. Should be another awesome year of Stafford swinging it. Yeah, it makes sense. Nick, who, who's your, who would you rank in there as most valuable? I think Stafford's the clear and obvious one. Um, then it gets real questionable. Recently, Adams was quoted saying, you know, I had to leave the Green Bay Packers because Aaron Rodgers is going to stick around a couple more years. That gave me at least a little hope that Aaron Rodgers is more than a one-year rental. <laughs> and he's who I'd prefer to everyone other than Carr, who is at least two, three, four years younger than everybody we're talking about. Yeah. You know, he's seven years younger than Rodgers. So even if it's not the greatest year, the world isn't ending for Carr where a lot of these 33, 34, 35, the world could end next year, any year. All it takes is one twisted knee for Ryan or Rodgers or Brady, and it's over. They're going to retire. You're not going to rehab back from that. We did see Ben at like 37 come back from an elbow. Yeah, he didn't come back, though. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say that. The stats the stats weren't bad, yeah. but the target numbers were the depth of target. So, worst case scenario includes rehabbing back and becoming Frankenstein of your former self. Yeah, not something I'm, I'm wanting, for sure. Just as a, a fun, I know we never talk redraft but out of that list you've got a redraft quarterback who's your go-to brady stafford <laughs> not rogers brady might be cheap i think stafford's in like such a different tier than the rest of those guys though you would pick him over rogers oh yeah 100 percent. really i'm not i'm not picking stafford over rogers i'm picking cup and okay. alan robinson over maybe christian watson is awesome mm -hmm. he's picking the super bowl quarterback on the best team in football yeah nick who would you pick in a redraft out of those old balls oh out of all the old balls yeah it's it's got to be stafford pretty easy. yeah <laughs> all right uh i can understand an argument for brady brady but without godwin for like the first half of the year uh, he's got russell gage and gronk's coming back eventually yeah he will <laughs> i'm going brady <laughs> that's fair yeah that's fair like he's my go-to on a redraft every time like i feel like that guy just comes out every year, puts up a bunch of points, and wins leagues. I mean, he did outscore Stafford last year, and Cup had an unprecedented season that he will not repeat. Yeah, Brady's my guy. Calvin Johnson also had that year with Stafford. I think Stafford just, like, throws the ball. He was, like, the original Mahomes. I mean, the stuff that guy was doing in Detroit when no one was looking, that guy has a cannon. I mean, nobody was looking. <laughs> nobody was looking, including Stafford when he was throwing. No look crossbody passes and like trucking defenders. I mean, the guy was amazing. Except on Thanksgiving, then people were looking. Yeah, on Thanksgiving, people were like, man, the Lions are awful. Well, why are we watching this game? <laughs> so bad. What are we eating? I can't wait for the Matt Stafford movie. 
from rags to riches, from lions to rams. You just feel <laughs> awful for this guy. You're like number one pick and just awful mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. in Detroit. Like, I mean, he was great, but like it was awful for him just getting destroyed. Like you said, players retiring at halftime, you know, Calvin Johnson just retiring to get off the Lions. Yeah, seriously. I mean, Gronk retired to not get traded to the Lions. Bill Belichick walks and says, Gronk, you're traded to the Lions. He goes, you can't trade me. I'm retired. That happened. <laughs> that was that seriously happened. He's like, I'm not playing in Detroit. They're no. awful. So for those of you listening who can't see my list, we've actually ranked an alpaca over Jared Goff. I would. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I think an alpaca can spit farther than he can throw. Would you rather have my llama pillow or Jared Goff? <laughs> <laughs> I literally am like, it's bad when we've gotten to number 29 and I still have not seen Jared Goff's name come up. <laughs> I'm like, so did we just not rank him or? <laughs> He's there. Yeah, he got deleted. Who scored more points on a per game basis last year? Jared Goff or Mac Jones? Goff. Goff. If what if you take out the negative two-point game for Mac, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ignore that game. Ignore that game. Per game basis. <laughs> the game where it was like torrential rain, yeah. yeah. With like Even the Bills didn't throw the ball more than three times till halftime, and they had Josh Allen. Yeah. It was something crazy. That game was nuts. So we're probably getting around the time we need to kind of wrap this up. Wait, no. Snip, snap, snip, snap. What about like the Wentz, Daniel Jones, Winston conversation Ooh. or something? Well, I was going to finish with Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep coming, but they don't get better as we're scrolling down here. Pop has the picky two matchups for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor. Who are you taking? Who are you taking? <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up with an either or for each of you let's go oh gosh um carson wentz or jared goff henry uh wentz by a lot yeah yep um mike nick same thing wentz yep i prefer wentz but i can understand the people who don't like wentz being that you know you've got heineke and sam howell chilling there yeah but that's really scary yeah (laughs) i mean it seems like goff's probably has job security for the year no matter how bad it is i mean it would seem like it would be really surprising to get like baker or jimmy when you already have Goff there. But. Did you see the clip of Heineke like crying? That was very sad. As bad as we like to go ahead and like, you know, make it out that Wentz did last year. He was like quarterback 14. He's Yeah, he was awesome. Just behind Derek Carr. <laughs> Probably has the like one of the best wide receiver cores he's had in a while. I mean, it just with, you know, Dotson and if McLaurin's there. Curtis Samuel. He's got Antonio Gibson. He's got a really good team there, like surrounding cast there to throw to. I don't know why people hate him so much. What was it last year from like weeks weeks like six till fifteen? He was like nine and two and arguably the best quarterback in all of football. Like the there was arguably the best team in all of football. And then it was like the beginning of the year he was hurt and sucked. End of the year he fell apart and sucked. They lost to the Jaguars in Jacksonville, which and the Raiders the week before. Yeah, and it's just like oh this team is no good and it's all Carson Wentz's fault. All right, we got to get rid of him. We'll send him for a fifth or something. Yeah, we had to blame someone and we went with Carson. It was either that or the coach, I guess. You got a pair for us here, Nick? Oh, Nick, you want to do one? The rookies that we've drafted recently and so excited about. 
Where about are you guys sliding Ritter and Malik Willis? Higher than you. Let's see. Ritter, I've been drafting pretty highly recently. I think he's the week one starter in Atlanta, which is not like something that everyone believes right now. As that becomes potentially more clear, I think he rises in value. You get a rookie starter. He could be the first rookie to start, in my opinion. The rushing upside of him seems to be there. Definitely prefer him to Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Malik Willis, you definitely prefer Tannehill, right? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Papa? Yeah, I definitely prefer Tannehill there over yeah. Malik. I mean, I love we love Malik pre-draft. We did. I mean, I, I know you, you don't want to take a lot into like coach speak and everything, but he's not competing for the job this year. So, no. like best case scenario, maybe he's got a shot next camp if Tannehill does. This is just completely dependent on Tannehill not doing well, them not making uh-huh. the playoffs, something else happening. He needs something out of his control to happen for him to really have a shot there, or we're just sitting on another Kellen Mond that we took earlier than Kellen Mond last year. Another Mond love yeah. is what Willis could feel like, and that's been painful on both those guys. I, I think Ritter just has a, a higher chance to see the field, and when you mm. see the field, you're scoring points. It, that's just going to be worth more. Yep. We love Cousins, and he's almost the same age as Tannehill. Yeah. We love Cousins? I like Cousins. I love Cousins. Just not to be married to them. <laughs> well, it's the extension that I love Cousins for, because he's guaranteed one more year than... That awful extension. He's guaranteed one more year than Carr is. With Justin Jackson. On a yeah, on a better team, they could finish second in that division easily. Probably should and might make the playoffs. Not bad. Who are you holding on to in hopes that they play at some point? Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield? Yeah, Baker. I yeah, I like Baker more now after the conversation I had with Henry earlier this week about that. Where like with everything heating up to Carolina about Baker going to Carolina, if Baker goes to Carolina, Jimmy can't really go to Seattle. Yep. Then where is he gonna go? That's 100% why this whole like next group of quarterbacks that we're not going to get to this episode are murky right now mm-hmm. is who is going to be the starter, you know, are there going to be various suspensions, is someone yeah. going to be cut? So that makes this whole tier, it could change a bunch. And recently with Carolina, like we want to see Baker in camp. It's like they're interested in trading, which could be bad for Matt Corral. Could be bad for Sam Darnold. We won't be eating at the Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. In, in a weird way, it could be bad for Jimmy because that's just one more spot Jimmy isn't going. Right, and then he can't go to Seattle because in division. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy G destined to be a backup somewhere. Then where does he go? Texans, Lions, but they both don't want him because they both suck and want like quarterbacks next year. To the first team who has a quarterback roll their ankle in preseason. Which hasn't happened since the Teddy Bridgewater banana peel incident of 2015. That you love to talk to talk about. <laughs> I remember distinctly losing Dak for an entire year. That was week five against the New York Giants. That'd be a long time for Jimmy to be on the roster for sure. It'd be a long time for Jimmy to be sitting there eating up twenty five mil of cap. But yep. it could happen if the Niners are stubborn as they are. So best case for him is he gets cut. I just like Mayfield because let's not get it lost that before this he was ranked next to Tua. Yep. I mean before mm-hmm. they got Tyreek and before they got Watson it was. 
was Mayfield probably over to uh I mean he was right there with yeah he was right with Jones too you give him DJ Moore and CMC he didn't become any less talented I mean he took the Browns to the playoffs and then he got hurt yeah he fought through injury yeah he's not a bad quarterback he just doesn't have a team Carolina lives in a world where they had Sam Darnold leading the league in rushing touchdowns they did. so anything's possible for a quarterback for Carolina I had the bold proclamation that that wouldn't continue I know I got in a, a discussion <laughs> with someone in our group chat over like oh Darnold's been awesome in fantasy I'm like yeah but he's we talked about it on pod too he's been falling into the end zone twice three times a week it's gonna be good for fantasy so mm-hmm. so you're telling me this isn't gonna last for an entire season yeah no he's not gonna get 24 rushing touchdowns shocker you're, you're so clairvoyant yeah it was yeah that was a good call <laughs> You know what else isn't going to last is this pod tonight. Well, this concludes another fantastic episode of the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. We hope we gave you lots of actionable information to move forward with all of your ranking, drafting, and trading needs. To wrap it up, you can find me on Twitter at NobleG underscore FF or NobleG711 on the Sleeper app. Henry, tell them where they can find you. At Clairvoyance on Sleeper. That's with an L as the second character, not an I. There was an imposter a couple months ago. Bad situation. At Clairvoyance FF on Twitter. And in that voice, at 1 900. Uh, just kidding. Yes, um, 1 800 200. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, give him the little at symbol. Hey, you're a simple little at symbol. A uh, little at symbol. Okay, at, at Papa Bear Claw on Sleeper. And uh, the little at symbol underscore it's just like a dash but it's on the bottom pop a bear claw on sweater <laughs> and of course nick where are they finding you i'm at iowa in the nfl on twitter and the podcast is at rank draft trade on twitter and at rank draft trade.com and we won't be seeing you next week but you should be seeing our ranks for the upcoming season for Dynasty being posted on the website in the very near future. Yeah, Ben updated mine this whole episode on quarterbacks. It's a good it. activity. Seconds yep. ago by Henry Sinclair. Just had to move around Brissett, Geno Smith, um, Trubisky area. So, tighten some things up. I got a ton to do. Alright, Henry's being proactive. You can find Nick at the pawn shop. <laughs> we certainly hope we made all of your fantasy dreams come true. That's all she wrote. That's all, folks. That is all we have on this episode of Rank Draft Trade. Oh, no.